Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our radio drama podcast. Today on the big program, we have a comedy for you called Beth Monroe, Female Woman. Joining me to introduce it is the writer and creator of the piece. Here he is, James Napoli. Hello, everyone. Um, Not a woman. Not a woman. Here we are, two men talking about Beth Monroe, Female Woman. Two manly men. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. Talk a little bit about this piece. It rings very situation comedy to me with a lot of heart. Talk about like who Beth Monroe is and kind of how you how you created her in this series. Okay, so we'll go forward in time a little bit and yeah. then go slightly backwards. So uh, I happened upon Judd Apatow's uh, showrunner Bible mm-hmm. for Freaks and Geeks, right? And he begins it by saying, "Here are some other TV shows of high school students oh, At, right. during those times. It was like Beverly Hills 90210 or anything." He says, "Do you know any of these people?" <laughs> right. I want to make a show about the people I knew. People you know, right. So when you hear a Beth Monroe female woman episode here today, she makes a reference to Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And she says, do people really do this? I mean, the, the, right. the, the incredible profligate way they have sex every second on that show, you know, and the, right. all of these Manhattanites, you know. And uh, that was my thought was, I don't know if Hollywood sometimes just shows us this really weird, non-real version of what Mm -hmm. it's like to be anybody, let alone a woman. Right. And so I thought, well, Beth Monroe, what if she has two elderly parents that she has to go into the nursing home, the assisted living facility, to see? Right. That seemed more real. Yeah. What if she really can't find a date and, you know, uh, doesn't have sex every five seconds? Right. And I thought, you know, that could be interesting. That's yeah. not the usual TV show. So. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, just hearing you say that, it kind of reminds me, whenever I was reviewing it for the for the, the program here today, it reminds me a little bit of that great tried and true, like Mary Tyler Moore almost, um, like formula of like the strong independent woman trying to find her way in the world between dating and jobs and parents. Isn't it amazing that that's a story that we're still trying to get right, you know, yeah, for, yeah. for women even today? Yeah, that's a good point. And, and I should add that I don't have a, uh, a prudish side that says, oh, these women over here can't be having sex. Sure. I'm just talking about the realistic nature of it. And does it reflect the lives of as many people as somebody who's more quote-unquote normal Absolutely. trying to navigate their life. Yeah, and she says that in the piece. She's like, who are these women? I don't I, I, I don't know any of these people. So I think that's what's great about this piece. It's sort of a situation comedy about a woman trying to find her place in the world, but you held a mirror up and tried to show us a real woman. And I think it was brilliant writing on your part. And really, a, a, a this piece is almost a forebear of a lot of the shows we're seeing on the air, I think now, too. That's nice of you to say. I hope I got it right. Yeah, I think you did. Let and, the listeners decide. Right, and let's let's make sure we, we 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 give some props to the wonderful Beth Monroe in the piece, the wonderful Joanna Rubiner. So great. She has such a rich voice in this, and you know she's reading your 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 dialogue, you know, word for word, but. It, it comes so trippingly off of her, almost as if she's making it up as she goes. And I think that's some of the best performing that you can do. I think she got it as someone who was trying to find her place in the world, too. So. Absolutely. There's a great cameo in here from Susan Hendershot, who plays sort of like a, a, a drunk. There's a, there's a uh, just to give a little tease, there's a drunk, a, a kind of a, co- a male drunk accosting Beth Monroe at a bar, and then his wife shows up and she's drunk, too. Like, it's a family oh, yeah. of drunks. That wasn't in the script. Susan came to me and goes... 
uh, how, how about if I play that drunk? And I, I really didn't know what she was talking about because we had so many pieces we were doing. I was like, oh yeah, fine, play drunk. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like a little cameo. And then she comes in as the wife, plays it drunk, and really knocks us out because yeah. it was such a wonderful choice. Unexpected. <laughs> yeah, she comes to pick up her drunk husband, also <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, great instincts, great instincts. So some wonderful performances in this one. Let's say we let everybody at home give this one a listen. James, and thank Rob you so Eisenberg's- much. Fabulous theme song. Oh, that's right. He, yeah, he, he has the great, the great Beth Monroe theme song in this one. All right, well, let's toss it out there to the New Frequency stage. Enjoy this one. A little comedy for you called Beth Monroe, Female Woman. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful production. In one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. She's living her life as it happens. She's doing the best that she can. She's working with what she has been given. She's Beth Monroe, female woman. People are always telling me I play hard to get. I think it's just that I'm hard for most people to see. You have to look hard is the problem. If you take the time, you will find me. I don't give you a piercing or a tattoo to go on. I'm sorry. And, and my hair, well, it is what it is. I dress up sometimes, but not because I think it makes me any more of a woman. Oh, and as far as your expectations go, just leave them at the door. I mean, I tell you, I watch Sex in the City and I think, do I know anybody like this? I mean, most of my friends live their lives, maybe go in and out of relationships, but this sort of constantly living to hump and humping to live and talking about kinky sex all the time? Sex in the City was created by a man. Need I say more? I mean, the people in our real lives who are this dysfunctional and nasty are scary. We avoid them. But when they pull their crap on TV, we're supposed to be grateful for the chance to live through them? All I'm saying is that if you want that kind of thing, I'm not your girl. Of course, I'm not June Cleaver either. I mean, sure, I can rock your world. What do you want, me to scream it like some sex-starved, attention-starved vixen? I've been some 30-odd years becoming me. Now. You do the work. You find out that you're not dealing with your run-of-the-mill person when you're dealing with me. Because I'm tired of having to explain it to you. Um, Miss Monroe, th- th- this is a, a dating service video. Yeah, did I do okay? Well, um, y- you see, the thing is we usually get, you know, um, I like to do this for a living and I like walks on the beach, you know, um, that, that kind of thing. Well, geez, who doesn't like walks on the beach? I, I don't know. It, well, I mean, who wouldn't like walking on the beach? Even people who can't walk like to think about walking on the beach. Well, yeah, I, I suppose you're right. I mean, it, what it, do you it, think he looks like? Uh, who? Well, you know, the one guy who doesn't like walking on the beach. I bet he's all hunched over and evil looking. So, uh, what do you think? Do you, do you want to try this again? or? Um... You know, I don't think I can give you what you're looking for. Maybe you can show me. W- what do you mean? Well, you sit here and, and show me how to do something more typical. Um, well, okay, well, okay, okay. Um, you, you turn the camera on with that, that red button right there. Okay, I got it. Okay, anytime we're rolling. Uh, okay, uh, hi, my name is Kevin, and... Uh, 
I guess some people say that I look Wait, like... Wait, hang on, Kevin. I can already see what you look like. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to, you know, beef myself up, you know, put in a few superlatives. I mean, that's, that's how you make a good first impression. Okay, so who do you look like? Well, well people say I look like Tom Daschle, a, a young Tom Daschle. <laughs> you look like the Senate Majority Leader? This is supposed to be sexy? Well, well I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's an important man. Okay, go on. Well, I, I run my own business, which is a screen test dating service, and I have a degree in psychology from Rutgers, and okay. I really like movies and, and crime fiction, and uh, I enjoy exercise, particularly tennis. Kevin, and what, what? Well, this stuff, these facts, they don't make up a person. What's your favorite color? What, why? What is it? Uh, yellow, I guess. Yeah. Why? Well, it, it makes me think of the sun. You know, I, I remember how uh, it used to shine in our backyard when I was a kid, and, and we used to put on these carnivals and sell tickets. <laughs> this and... is fantastic. This is getting better. Yeah. Okay. What do you really believe about humanity? Are we basically good or evil? Uh, well, I, I think we carry both of them inside us. I, I, think, I think what kind of role models we have determine where we end up. Interesting. Okay, so do you feel, like me, that people don't take the time to really find out what's unique and wonderful about a person? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I kind of do. Yeah. You know, like, like most people, they look at me and, uh, well, I look pretty straight-laced, you know, uh -huh. uh, average-looking guy. But, you know, I, I don't even watch the TV news because I, I think it's all lies. <laughs> And, and when I have to go to a convention or something, I detest wearing those name tag stickers. I, I just put mine in my pocket. And, and I'm totally into, like, loud, noisy garage rock. And, and I love to dance. And, and I'm, I'm tired of how people make snap judgments about you based on your appearance. And nobody has ever said the kind of stuff you said in your video before. And it totally floored me. And I think I kind of have the hots for you. But damn it, I'm married. And I have no business saying that kind of thing. And I bet you're a really amazing woman. And I'm going to keep your take just the way it is. <gasps> Hope we never have to pull a bank job together. Doesn't take much for you to sing like a canary. Um, would you mind rewinding so I can just tape over everything that I just said? <laughs> yeah, I will, Kevin, but <laughs> you made my day. Uh, and, and you mind, Miss Monroe. <laughs> Duly noted, Kevin. Have a nice day now. I, I certainly will, Miss Monroe. Please, call me Miss Monroe. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I, I, kidding. I... Call me Beth. Oh, Okay, um, so long, Beth. So long, Kevin. Say, Rhonda. What is it, Ross? Rhonda, you've been acting a little funny lately. Why, what do you mean, Ross? Well, I came home a few nights ago and you're sprinting around the room. Yeah? Same thing next night, sprinting around the room. Yeah. Then tonight, you're hopping around like a schoolgirl. Oh, Russ, that's my new medicine. New medicine? Yes. It says right on the label, take two days running and then skip a day. Bada-bing. Thank you very much. Give it up Thank for you. Russ and Rhonda, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. The finest in entertainment for activity night here at the Dunn Wandering Assisted Living Facility. Why, Ross, it's our daughter, Beth. So it is, Rhonda. Say hello to Beth, everybody. Everybody. There you go. Oh, say, Beth, do you know what happened to your father last night? Oh, well, I heard he locked his keys in his car. That's right. And it took him four hours to get me out. What a bang. <laughs> Well, 
I just stopped by to tell the folks that it's time for the evening meal, so anytime you want to shuffle your butts downstairs. And as for you two, the only reason you got this gig is because we're related. And because the only people who still remember the Russ and Rhonda show are in places like this. In fact, uh, we went off the air before you were born, didn't we, Beth? That's right, Dad. And this is where you remind me that the Russ and Rhonda show still managed to pay for my college education. And your two brothers. And what has your youngest done with that college education? Frittered it away, singing in nightclubs while her older brothers went on to rewarding careers doing guy stuff. What do Jeff and Arnie do, anyway? Well, you mean your brothers? Uh... I never got real clear on that, Beth. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Well, Russ, shall we shuffle our butts downstairs for the evening meal? That's right, and eat your damn vegetables. You ain't getting any dessert. Oh, the child is father to the man. God, I'm hating this golden years role reversal bull crap. Hey, no one's keeping you here. Oh, very funny. Hey, look, that's why they call it assisted living. I assist, you live. We could have gone to a different facility. We, we didn't have to come to yours. And I could have stayed at the house and taken care of you there, but that would have driven me crazy, so here we are. I split the difference. Okay, everything's fine, Beth. Really, we're, we're fine. Sure, because I make you eat your vegetables. We're going, we're going. Hey, Russ. What? I heard you and Rhonda went to the drive-in movie last night. That's right, we did. We nearly froze to death. Now, why is that? We went to see a new movie called Clothes for the Winter. <laughs> Bada-bing. Get out of here, you two. I love you. Love you, too. Hi, this is Beth. Would you be so kind as to leave me a message? Hi, Miss Monroe. Um, this is Kevin from Screen Test Dating Service. Uh, obviously, uh, you're not home, so I'll just leave a message here. Uh, we've had an inquiry based on your video, and uh, you just need to call the main number and then go to mailbox number 89. Now, you just listen to the message and then let us know if you'd like to see the guy's video, and we'll have it waiting here for you. Or, or we can ship it out, whatever you like. Well, um, okay, Miss Monroe, that's, uh, that's all, so thanks, and uh, have a nice day now. took the part that once was my heart so why not take all of me thank you please some love for chet levin on the piano we'll take a break we'll be right back Chet, I'll buy you Shirley Temple. Oh, you know I love my celery. Of all the piano players in the world, I had to find one who's lobbying the bartender to keep wheatgrass juice on hand. Well, look, when are you going to switch to soy milk? When cows are made of bean curd. Stoli in line, please, Gloria. Sure thing, Beth. Mineral water for you, Chet? Oh, uh, nothing for me. Thanks, Gloria. Okay. <laughs> uh, me and Judy are doing a cleanse right now. Just cucumber juice. Oh, Chet, don't you get it? We're playing nightclubs at one in the morning. You're supposed to have a, a three-day stubble and wearing a bad suit jacket and be stinging your eyes with cigarette smoke. Well, I, I am the gentle, peace-loving piano player from hell. No mm. kidding. I can't even get my stereotypes right. Well, hey, look, anyway, shouldn't you be addicted to something, you know, Billie Holiday and all that? Oh, okay, so I'm not so debauched. But I draw the line at freaking wheatgrass. That's all I can say. By the way, how is Judy? Uh, we're in a, a period of transition. Only you can make that sound like a good thing. Uh, uh, what about you? 
Well, the guy from the dating service called. Apparently someone is interested in me. I haven't had the nerve to check the machine yet. Uh-oh. What? Inebriated admirer at three o'clock. Oh, no. C- can you handle him? Yeah, I got him. You're pretty. Yeah, that's because... That's because I used to be a man. Get out of town. Oh, I'm telling you, the girls who used to be guys are always prettier. It's a known fact. (laughs) You're right. I'm just trying to get rid of you. I don't get it. Get rid of you. What do you mean? I mean, your breath smells like a New Orleans porta potty after a three days blues festival. Oh, what? Never mind. So, uh, what's your name, handsome? Mark. <laughs> Can I get your number, Mark? <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> Just shoot. Here. Oh. Here you go. Here's my card. <laughs> oh, freelance. Work out of your home, huh? Free as a bird, baby. <laughs> That's great. Hey, excuse me a minute, will you, Mark? Hey, where's she going? Where, uh, where, where are you going? Just over here to the payphone. I, I was talking to you. Who are you calling? Uh, Why? Just a second, sweetie. It's ringing. Who are you calling? Who who is she calling? Hello? Is this Mrs. Mark Gordon? Yeah. Uh, You might want to come and get your husband. He's hitting on me pretty hard, and it's getting really old. Yeah, the mint julep on 6th, just south of Waverly. Uh, Excuse me. What the hell do you think you're doing? How long did you think about it before you got married, Mark? I don't know. Please... Get out of my face now. Stupid B I T. Chet, you clocked him. Well, he had it coming, Beth. Look at him, he's out cold. You did that all for me, Chet. Look, nobody calls a fine lady like you a stupid bit and gets away with it. My hero. Nah, just your piano player. Yeah, but when the chips are down, you sure go from crunchy to punchy. Look, look, let that be a lesson to you. A three-day stubble and a cigarette smoke do not a man make. You're right, Chet. Me, of all people, should know not to judge someone on appearances. Right. But God, man, you really eat tofu ice cream? Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) He's coming, too. What do we do? Hey, Gloria. Yeah? Uh, What do we do with this guy? (laughs) Oh, him. Uh, Hey, everybody, somebody finally belted Mark Gordon. Yeah, see, there you go. I think you got your answer there, Beth. Yes, so. Yeah. Mark? Oh, no, what happened? Are you, are you the, are you the, are you the woman who called? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that would be me. Um, you must be Mrs. Gordon. Yes, yes, I am. Is he hurt? Ugh. Well, you know, he leaned over to try and kiss me. I sidestepped him, and he bonked his face on the edge of the bar. I didn't kiss the bar. Uh, I don't know what she's talking about. I know. I, we're we're going we're gonna to go home, honey. Let's go. All right, I'll drive. No, you're drunk. I got the keys. Oh, boy. Now I really want to check the machine. Man, I want to go home. Oh, you can't. We have one more set. Oh, can I go home after that? Yeah. Okay. (coughs) Oh, jeez. Thank you for coming in, Beth. Hey, I was up anyway. (coughs) I just finished my show. 
I'm so sorry. I I know you need your sleep, but but no one else returned my call. Yeah. I guess no one else had the urge to fill in at the last minute at the Dunwandering Assisted Living Facility. Yeah, 3.30 in the morning, I know. <laughs> but I'm so sick, Beth. I, I could barely move. Helen, you drive home safe. George will be in to relieve you at six, and and Karen's got the third floor. I I, I really appreciate this. You'd do the same for me, wouldn't you? Of course I would. (laughs) Man, it's quiet. Yeah, Beth, too quiet. Is that you, Beth Monroe? (laughs) Mrs. Cosgrove. (laughs) What are you doing out here in the hallway? Oh, I couldn't sleep. I'm sorry. It's all right. I like this time of night. You do, huh? Yes. Everything goes away, you know? Um, I'm not sure I do. Well, today I couldn't stop thinking about my Ezra. God rest his soul. And our children, how far away they all live. Or I'll get stuck on some stupid way I behaved a million years ago. Some stupid thing I said at my job. That candy factory job I had when I was, do you believe it? When I was 19 years old. My goodness. But then I walk around a little and I see how dark and quiet it is outside. And it all goes away Mm. into the night. The night takes the worries. Understand? I think. Maybe. I think. Come on. Let's get you back to your room. Yes. I think I can sleep again now. Thank you, Beth. You know, Beth, your mother and father brought a lot of joy to a lot of people all those years ago. I know that, Ethel. But they told me it pales. It all pales next to the day you were born. I didn't say that, Ethel. They didn't, eh? Good night, Ethel. Good night, Miss Beth. (laughs) (sighs) So, the night takes the worries, huh? Tonight must be quite a night. What do you say, Beth? Want to take a swing by room 218? Why, that's your parents' room, Beth. Yes, I know. I'm getting this crazy feeling that I want to look in on them. Look in on them, Beth? Yeah, you know, like they did a hundred times when you were little. They looked in on you just to watch you sleep. Just to make sure you were all right. Okay, Beth. I'm game. Let's look in on Mom and Dad. Shh. Look at them. In separate beds now. I suppose it's easier for them. They sleep on their sides. I never knew that. On their sides, facing each other. Like they want to be the first thing the other sees when they wake up. Sleep well, Russ and Rhonda. Sleep well, Mom and Dad. Message. Oh, it's too late. I'm so tired. Oh, who am I kidding? I won't be able to sleep till I hear it. Case 89. Hi, Miss Monroe. Uh, no, 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 no. Before you try again, 
this is the right mailbox number. Uh, it, it was me all along. I, I'm the guy who inquired. Now, now listen, there's, there's no other way to put this, and uh, I, I, I don't expect you to believe it, but it, it's true. Um, my wife left me. And I, I came home last night, and she left me a note. She said we'd been growing in different directions, and she needed to move on with her life. And it's, it's true, Miss Monroe, and I, I know this is crazy, but the first thing I thought was, oh, my God, I, I have to find Beth and, and see her before somebody else listens to the tape and feels the same way that I did. <laughs> and I, I know this is, so, this is so immature and it's so stupid, but I know I'm supposed to take time to heal from the big news and everything, but then I figured that, well, maybe you were the kind of person who might understand that there is no such thing as supposed to do anything. And you might see that I'm, I'm really feeling something here and that I really like you and I don't want to miss out on a chance to get to know you. Oh, God, I am such an idiot. Oh, I'm <laughs> such an idiot. Listen, if I have made any impression on you at all, please call back whenever you can. Um, whenever you can. And uh, uh, um, thank you, Miss Monroe. Th thank you, Beth. Oh, oh my. <laughs> sleep? Oh, who needs sleep anyway? Hi. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. She's living her life as it happened. She's doing the best that she can. She's working with what she has been given. She's Beth Monroe, female woman. Signing off in three, two, one.